0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, the podcast where all we do is win. I'm joined by a man with no fears. It's Garrick Wright.
1: I won't say no fear. I fear a lot of things, but uh,
0: (laughs) yes, good to be here. Good to be here, Garrick. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about Taylor Swift. Oh, beautiful. The rise of the Swifties and her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, and the big question is, did the NFL rig the Super Bowl in favor of the Chiefs? And is there a PSYOP, a more sinister thing going on between Taylor Swift and our politics? Boy, all important questions. All very important. We've also got good old Joe Biden. His own Justice Department says he has dementia. So we'll, once again, bring that up as we bring it up every episode. (laughs) And then we have some stories from the gym. I'm going to talk to you about gay men in the gym and see if I'm on the right track or not. For attracting them? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're going to find out. (laughs) Oh, dear. And then Joe Rogan had an interesting interview that you had told me about, and we'll talk about the invasion of America. That's right. So why don't we start with... Taylor Swift, Derek, we'll just start off with a general question, then we'll dig down. Do you think that the NFL rigged the Super Bowl and the playoffs in favor of the Chiefs so that they could win? Uh, you know, it's
1: so hard because I think that when you watch various plays that are like, you can't you can't orchestrate that. Sure. Um, you can't... No, I mean, but I mean, there are things like, for example, when Lamar Jackson threw into triple coverage, yeah. obviously, you know, there there was no way that play was, at best, uh, the defender was going to drop it. That's so, right. I mean, it does make you wonder, but, you know, there are just things that you kind of say, how, how could you, how could you choreograph such a thing or... How can yeah. you orchestrate it? it so even even though there are some things that make you go huh that's that just worked out a little bit too perfectly <laughs> and, and you know I I, I I sort of think the same thing about like when Atlanta blew the 24 point lead mm-hmm. against Brady and it's like I mean, really what are the odds of somebody blowing a lead like that I, I just don't <clears throat> I don't get it but, yeah it makes you wonder but. I, I'm going to have to go with, I, I, I think the NFL is happy right. with it. I don't think it's
0: possible to guarantee any particular outcome. I agree with that. There's just some people, though, that really wanted to get down into this to try to prove the NFL rigged it. Okay, yeah, this I'm is, open. <laughs> this is where they get to. So let's start with this. The Bills are playing the Chiefs in the divisional round. The Bills are playing at home. Usually, the home team gets less penalties called on them. Historically, the home team the playoffs have less penalties and less penalty yards. Okay. The Bills and the Chiefs play. What do you know? The Chiefs only have two penalties for 15 yards. The Bills have five for 30. Now, that doesn't necessarily prove anything, but it is sort of interesting because the next week, Kansas City plays at Baltimore— Once again, Kansas City has less penalties and less penalty yards than Baltimore does. And what they would really say is Kansas City, if you look at their offensive line, they were the most penalized offensive line for holding calls in the league. But yet in the playoffs, almost no holding calls against Kansas City. Hmm. In fact, I don't think there was a single holding call even in the Super Bowl against Kansas City. Even though during the regular season, they were heavily penalized. So the rigging isn't so much the commissioner calling up and saying, all right, let's make this play go this way. It's more of the referees not calling penalties and sort of disproportionately helping Kansas City.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's certainly a a possibility because, you know, there are times that you say, okay, you called this, but you didn't call that. Where's the... But then I also kind of think to myself, you know, if I were a referee... I wouldn't be able to catch anything. I mean, everything is so. There are so many rules to remember. It's actually pretty amazing that they can get anything right. (laughs) But no, I mean, I I get I get what you're saying, and uh, Mm -hmm. I think that's a fair point.
0: It's it's interesting. Yeah. Um. So then we go a little bit deeper here, though. So we got to go back in time a bit. So back in twenty. 18, Taylor Swift is upset because a investment group bought her music,
1: hmm.
0: her records. and the group that bought her records was funded by George Soros, known ah. as Ithaca Holdings and the Carlisle group. Huh. So all of a sudden Taylor, who was non-political, all of a sudden starts to become very political and starts to get into left-wing politics and be very supportive of left-wing things, even though before she had never done that.
1: Honestly, wow, so that was only in 2018, huh? 2018,
0: 2019, that's this, the Taylor starts to get political. Interesting. So she's sort of upset that George Soros buys her music, and then all of a sudden she doesn't seem that upset and becomes very left-wing.
1: Yeah, she had that, she had that song about... about you know, gays, like going after people who are (laughs)
0: anti-gay yeah, and becomes pro-abortion. Right. Right. Yes. So then she starts to date Travis Kelsey. And then we say, okay, well, how does this all work? Well, the NFL loves Taylor Swift because the ratings, when the Kansas City Chiefs are playing, all of a sudden went through the roof Mm -hmm. and the NFL got more ad revenue. Oh yeah, a lot. (laughs) And then you say, well, who is the biggest beneficiary or the biggest contributor to NFL advertising would be Pfizer and the pharmaceutical companies. Who do they use as the spokesperson? Travis Kelsey. Travis (laughs) Kelsey. (laughs) Uh, And then you go to the political part, Taylor Swift is helpful to the Democrats because Taylor was sort of the young millennial, which Biden's doing very poorly with. Mm, And then Travis, he's, you know, the good old football tight end, you know, the, the Midwestern, you know, beer drinking guy who watches the NFL. A man's man. A man's man, a role model for the group of people that are most resistant to the shot. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. And who is
0: it? Travis Kelsey now with a big smile. says, look look at me, look how great I am. Yeah. Don't work on me. I'm still not putting <laughs> that shit in my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Well maybe if Dinesh D'Souza got it, you'd be interested in that. Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Depends so, how good his last documentary
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> so you put it all together and you have political reasons, financial reasons, and uh-huh. maybe maybe it's here.
1: I I'll give you a I'll give you another thing that's interesting is that back in I I want to say 2019 there was some sort of like I don't know if it's like a NATO or UN <laughs> type of thing or maybe WE it was one of those yeah. organizations that was talking about the use of psyops mm. uh, of celebrities for psyops yeah. and as the example they used Taylor Swift right <laughs> And so it was it's like huh, oh, okay. Right. Oh. <laughs> right. It's kinda like when Bill Gates gives a TED talk talking about wanting to decrease the world population using vaccines. Yeah. That's <laughs> like,
0: Boy, that just works out so perfectly. <laughs> oh Garrick, you're just you're connecting dots where there are no dots.
1: You're taking that out of context. <laughs> He's trying to say healthier people don't have kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> So I guess where I end up is, I I mean, I don't know, I, I sometimes shy away from the grand conspiracy of, you know, the Wizard of Oz who's pulling all the levers, but... And you know me. <laughs> uh, it seems like these opportunities arise and the NFL and the pharmaceutical companies just swoop in to take advantage. You
1: know yep. What? Oh, no, I mean, I, I think... I think the idea of, you know, Taylor Swift is well-known for being with men, various men. Uh, What are you saying? Saying she's a whore? That's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) She is a a high-end, elitist slut. Uh, (laughs) And and then she writes a song about it. Of course, she's always, she's never the one at fault, even though she's the common denominator. And... (laughs) You know, I, I, I have absolutely no expectation that this is somehow going to last. Right. right. Yeah, it's probably going to be like April or May. I'll give it until, and then yeah. that'll drop. She'll probably realize how kind of unlike him she is. Right. And so, yeah, I, I absolutely think that this is used, yeah, this is
0: all probably used for that. Yeah. And speaking of Kelsey, of course, in the Super Bowl, for those of you who are watching, he nearly pushed over his own coach in a violent outburst. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a fat Andy, Andy Reid. fat Andy Reid. And I'm like... Old guy. An old guy. And, of course, the Chiefs won, so apparently we don't care. But, like, that would have been a huge deal if they lost. Yeah,
1: Andy Reid's like, oh, he just caught me off balance. It's not the first time. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I like the passion. Yeah, you it's like, like the passion. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine doing that to, like, Bobby Knight or something. (laughs) (laughs) Or someone doing that to Belichick. Like, whoa. Yeah, Um, I know. Brady could have done that to him. and
0: Belichick uh, would have cut him. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
1: I'll cut your nuts off,
0: Tom. (laughs) But the other thing with Travis is, I mean, he he strikes me as a guy who could be an abuser. I know that's sort of a harsh thing to say, but it kind of strikes me that way. You know, football player, violent, angry.
1: Yeah, I think that he he seems to enjoy being thuggish. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I have the feeling that anybody it, it, hitting yeah if, if you were to do something against Taylor Swift, I, I your ass would be. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know that that would be a, an unforgivable sin. So I and I think that he's not that dumb, but. Yeah, I mean, I could see him, you know, with
0: a lower profile person being that type of guy. Yeah. Speaking of Taylor, you called her an elite slut. I guess that's high end. Than, elite, oh, high end elite Elitist slut. slut. Elitist slut. I guess that's better than being a low end slut. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, anyway, to be intellectual about it, it's one of the outcomes of this feminism that we live in which is it teaches young girls or women in general to be very sexually promiscuous and that it's ideal or it's a good thing to be that way. Yeah. And one of the other consequences is that women, some women have recognized that they can get paid to be a slut. And that's an outgrowth of this feminism. And so we've seen an explosion of prostitution and OnlyFans and things of that nature. Well, indeed. Yeah. 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 OnlyFans, that's certainly a big thing, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, go feminism.
1: All right, <laughs> I'm against it. It's my Christianity. That's, that's the-
0: well. I don't want to get into what, my, what I would say about it, but <laughs> I think we know what you would say. About it. <laughs> so that's Taylor Swift in the NFL. I would agree with you. I don't think see the relationship lasting beyond well, very long anyway. But we'll see. Yeah, there were people who thought that if, if the Chiefs won, that he would propose to her on the field after the game which would have been television gold
1: yeah Uh, at that point it's like you already have all the ratings why yeah let's ask George Shores what he told her to, to
0: oh dear well Garrick let's talk about old Joe Biden he is old we bring this up every episode we keep Because talking amongst ourselves and talking in circles, how in the world can the Democrats put Biden out there uh, again to run for president this past week or two has gotten even worse for old Joe because he had a report come out from his own Justice Department that said that they could not conceivably prosecute Joe Biden for any crimes as it relates to classified documents because he's an elderly man with memory issues. And a jury would never convict someone like that. (laughs) (laughs) And that was pretty damning. Like, wow, even your own department says stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Any update to you or also I should mention this that Biden also had press conferences where he talked about meeting with European leaders. The problem was that these leaders had been dead for 10 to 15 years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's irrefutable that he has cognitive decline, dementia, whatever term we're going to use. Mm-hmm. But there's still no rumors of getting rid of I mean, there's rumors of getting rid of him, but nothing sort of concrete. Oh, yeah, it's
1: interesting. Kamala Harris was asked about this. <laughs> and she said that she is ready to serve. <laughs> On her knees? <laughs> yeah, she, did, she didn't clarify, but... She- <laughs> said that she is ready to serve and somebody pointed out yeah a lot of times a vice president will say something like that but also follow up by saying that you know whoever is the president is very much capable and you know however you want to word it well she did not (laughs) (laughs) so no no i i i stick with it. i don't see this I don't think Joe Biden could possibly win. I, I, don't even, I, I don't even think that they could fool enough people into <laughs> thinking that they yeah. actually won legitimately. I, I don't think he would get... I think he would have a hard time getting 40% in an election against Donald Trump. So, I, yeah, I, I don't see... He's a corpse. <laughs> he is, I, I mean, it's just, it's disgusting to watch. This is, this is your crazy yeah. uncle that is in, you know, in in a home. You right. know, it's just, there's nothing there of any substance. He, there's there's nothing behind that glare of his. Yeah. And, and, and things are just going to get worse as we get closer to the election. Now, of, of course, there won't be a, a debate, but mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. camera will have to be on him more. Right. To some extent, and yeah, yeah. I, I, no, don't see it happening.
0: <laughs> I just... Well, we did say that in 2020, though, right?
1: <laughs> I did, I and I was, and I have as much skepticism as anybody, but I just, whenever I see him, I'm and I see things that even other people say about him, and I'm like, yeah. no, I, I don't think they, I don't even think they're really trying anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was certain once he got in, that he would only serve four years if he was even going to make it that far. And now that they want to put him up for another four is just unbelievable to me. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, we'll see. I mean, people mentioned Michelle Obama, but... Michael Obama. Michael Obama. Big Mike. (laughs) Big Mike.
1: (laughs) I don't know if Michelle is actually a man who wouldn't surprise me. I, I, I welcome it. Hey. If she thinks that she can make any kind of case for why she should be president, <laughs> she planted a garden. That's all she's ever done. <laughs> I, I haven't well, a clue what else you would she could say.
0: She could be the first transgender president. Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> she
1: be <can make laughs> biggest her. selling
0: point. There's a glass ceiling that needs to be broke. She can break with her penis. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't. Oh, Garrick. I don't know that. Well, I know people keep mentioning Michelle Obama, but I think the person to do it is Hillary Clinton. Hillary is yeah. going to run for president. I would also love to see that. <laughs> that would
1: be just great. She came out. She had, she, had, I guess called up NBC or whoever to yeah you know, when Tucker uh, a couple weeks ago interviewed Putin. And uh, yeah. she's, I don't know, she just went off on yeah. Tucker Carlson being a useful idiot, yada, yada, yeah, yeah. yada. And it's, it's like the first thing that she, anybody's talked to her about in three years.
0: <laughs> right. it, it's sort of funny that, like, you know, <coughs> Tucker does this interview, and, like, the answer from the deep state or the establishment is, oh, let's get Hillary out there, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, because she's going to really change the narrative or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're a trustworthy person. So I still think Hillary is the one to do it if they do replace him. Now I will say this though. I mean, if if we get to July and August and Biden's still the president and he's still running and he's nominated at the convention and accepts the nomination, I, I Yeah, think I mean
1: I, I guess I, I would say that I'd be pretty shocked if if it does get to that point. If if they want to get rid of him, they'll be at the convention or
0: before it. Right. Yeah, and if, he, if if they don't do that, then they really think that they're going to be able to get okay. him and push him over the finish line again. I, I haven't a clue what they would,
1: like... Because, I mean, his numbers are bad. I, are bad. I don't even know. Short yeah. of, I guess, maybe a war. But yeah. even that, I, I, I sort of wonder, is that like we're horribly patriotic? Right. You know? <laughs> You've taught us to hate this country for, you know, at least since Colin Kaepernick pulled his stunt, if not, you know, going back longer. And then you want us to like, be like, oh yeah, we need to beat Russia. Unless you all support Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not even sure that would work, but that's the only thing I could think of.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, what does it say about Jill Biden? The First Lady, she's so power-hungry and such an egomaniac that she'll take her demented old husband out there and just have him embarrass himself on a daily basis just so that she can hold on to power. I believe it's Dr. Jill Biden. Oh, you mean like Dr. Pepper? (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. So there's that. And speaking of wars and invasions, we heard Joe Rogan on a podcast and he was speaking with Brett Weinstein. Yes. And, you know, their discussion was about what was happening on the southern border and one of the things that was really concerning was the, not just the Hispanic or South American Mexican people coming in but Chinese nationals.
1: Yes. Yeah, he was talking about how in the Panama area... There's a section that is considered very difficult to traverse. It's, it's just very difficult terrain. And it's the one area that doesn't have any formal path, you know, road or anything. And um, he said that there's actually two parallel... Well, there, there are two groups of migrants. So there, mm-hmm. You have... You have the South American, Central American group mm-hmm. that is presumably migrating to North America and probably across our border. And then, and they're taking kind of like a, a bit of a rough way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's like this easier way that's nicer and they're all people from China. Which is odd because China is not in South America. <laughs> well, Joe Biden might think it is. But, but yeah, it's, it's kind of odd. What are they doing traveling to up north? Yeah, so, so I guess the, the one hypothesis is that China has taken these, has given these military-age men, I suppose dropped them off in South America, and now they are making their way up. To cross our border, and yeah, that's that's very odd and interesting.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, concerning because it was talked about in that podcast that okay, why why would these young men come over here? And people, you know, people say, well, they want to find a job, and it's like, well, okay, yeah, I mean, maybe that's some of them, but the other more sinister motive is as we were talking about earlier, a trading citizenship with military Mm -hmm. enrollment. And the idea is if you serve in the military, you get your U.S. citizenship. And then, of course, these people who have no connection to America, they don't have any understanding of American culture, are now serving in the military at the wishes of the deep state Mm
1: -hmm. and the
0: military uh, establishment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, could... Do plenty of heinous things to us.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Military enrollment is down, right? You know, particularly among white yeah. uh, men, American men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, as even mentioned in the podcast, that the the vaccine mandate in the military drove a lot of them out. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they'll need, they'll easily be able to talk about replacing that deficit with people from, yeah, I don't know if it would be the Chinese immigrants per se, if that was, it seemed like right. he was talking more at that point about the Latin, right, the Hispanic American people or Hispanic people going in and and serving in the military for citizenship and yeah i mean what if there's another pandemic right and you know they don't have a, any loyalty to uh people right. in america they don't have family who are who's american right um yeah you know, that was joe rogan made that point of you know, peop when people would say things like, "Oh, the they'll turn the military against their own people," but the military people are citizens. These right. are their, this is family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they're not going to do that. Well, this takes away that. Right. Yeah. I mean, even even with that, I kind of think with propaganda and enough time, you can turn people into whatever you want
0: them to be. Sure.
1: But yeah, we don't even have to worry about that in this case because they are. People from other countries.
0: Yeah. And it's, it partially explains maybe the biggest reason why the government still allows so much illegal immigration, even when the polling shows that people do not want open borders, which is yeah. you get a whole bunch of foreign citizens or foreign people that are controllable because they want their citizenship and they'll do whatever they have to do to get to citizenship. Mm-hmm. And you can control them in a way you can't control normal citizens. Yeah. So, scary stuff. Indeed. Scary. Well, Garrick, scary stuff. Let me talk about potentially gay men at the gym.
1: (laughs) Wow, this podcast just gets more
0: sinister. (laughs) So I saw on social media that a lot of gay men go to the gym. Hmm. And, you know, that would make sense on the surface, right? I mean, gyms can often be a sausage fest. And, you know, if you're into the male (laughs) body and so forth, you know, you'd want to get your own body in shape and check out other guys and things like that. So I I could see that. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't really think much of it. But once I heard or saw that, that sort of uh, tweet or social media post, I started to become more observant of everybody at the gym, you know, when I'm walking on the treadmill and I'm... Surveying everybody,
1: <laughs> uh, I'm usually trying not to look too closely at the women, but
0: uh, it's like yeah, uh, so <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so for story number one is there's this guy in Lockport, and he's probably a couple of years younger than us. Good-looking kid, and you know has a good physique or whatever. I didn't think anything much of it, but I started to think back, and I noticed that he often has different workout partners. So, for example, you know, a couple of months ago, he was working out with a, a, another kid who was kind of short. And then a little bit of time after that, there was another kid who was kind of big and fat and had curly hair. And then now there's a new guy that he works out with. Oh. And I at the time, I said, well, he just probably has a big, big friends group. And, you know, they, they work out together. But the thing is, is that you don't see the previous guys that he worked out with, you only yeah. see the new people. Interesting. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> and before I would have said, no, there's no way he's gay. But how do you explain that? Yeah, um, yeah, good point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because you would expect some rotation there if it was just your workout buddies.
0: Yeah, and you would expect those guys maybe to just work out on their own or something and be at the gym. But i never see them anymore. And they always worked out together. Huh. Interesting. So that got me the wheel's turning a little bit. Yeah. So now there's another guy, and this kid is, he's young, in his 20s. He works, he works like on for the Verizon, but but he's jacked, and he's like, wow, this kid has an unbelievable physique. Hmm. You know, really tall, too, like, you know, he should be playing football or something. Hmm. So anyway, of course, I didn't think anything of it, but now that I'm becoming more observant, I notice that he wears shorts that are kind of short. yeah, And I'm like, I don't think he's gay, but I don't see too many straight men wearing shorts like that. And it's like, maybe he's trying to show off, but who is he showing off to or for?
1: Yeah, do women actually find that attractive? I
0: don't know. Would women say, wow, that guy's got amazing quads? Like,
1: maybe? Yeah, but I I think there's a way to... I think if they're short, short, yeah, that's probably not a very
0: so it's good luck. And if you saw him, you would say, "Oh yeah, there's no way he's gay." But here we go again. Yeah. Now, of course, I can't go up to either one of these guys and say, "Hey, are you guys gay?" Because they could be upset, and you know, we get into a fight or something. Or why would
1: that make them upset? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then, the final part to this is just that. Because my mind was racing, I was thinking about okay, how how do you figure out if someone's gay at the gym? And you know, they one of the things was that okay, do they do they come up to you and start socializing? Do they ask to sort of working with you on your sets? You know, all that kind of stuff. And I've not had that with either one of them. But I think at this point, it's at least possible that there is a bunch of gay guys working out in Lockport. <laughs> <laughs> And probably true in Williamsville, although I didn't notice it as much, but... Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, I, there are definitely some guys that, you know, you kind of notice are a little bit white in the low first. Yeah. So, anyway. Now, I suppose one of the things that you could do is, you know, go in the locker room. <laughs>
0: I don't know, take off your clothes and... And see if they are looking at me? Yeah. That's a huge advantage
1: for gay men. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine, like, being able to walk into a woman's locker room and just <laughs> kind of, like,
0: see the goods? Yeah. I mean... Of course, if we took our clothes off, those gay guys were like, oh, that's gross. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. That's, that's
1: a Yeah. 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 So. Oh, well, maybe if... Yeah, if they're... If you see them... Making a face like they're turned off, that could also be like a gay thing. Like, 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 fat- like a, a heterosexual guy would probably be just be like, oh, man, another fat ass. You know? Yeah, <laughs> right?
0: that's true too. Right? That, that it would be extra judgmental on your body, which would probably be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a
1: heterosexual guy would probably just be like, oh, that's one person I don't have to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> Stealing a woman or, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,. So I don't know or maybe I'm just delusional and I think everyone's gay. And...
1: Well, I think that's a possibility. <laughs> uh, but I also think that I think that you have good reason to yeah. believe that everybody's gay. So,
0: so I will be even more observant now and try to pick up on more things. I noticed somebody on the treadmill the other
1: day who I just it was like almost looked like maybe a high school kid that had like short hair, but the on the top it was it was a little bit longer and you know, it was straight, so it was a little bit of a bowl cut. Mm-hmm. Also had earrings mm-hmm. in, and it wasn't a very like not dressed femininely, but had big hips. Oh, and I was just like I, I can't tell if this person is yeah. you know, looked like maybe a high school or college age individual and right right i i couldn't i i think it was a female body Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i couldn't really really tell so if nothing else i'll tell you this there's quite a bit of androgyny yeah there is somebody else there who's like kind of looks i mean it must be a woman but also has a bit of a masculine-looking face. Could definitely be trans.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I was going to say, there's, like the, there's like a girl, I'm almost certain it's a woman, I'm pretty sure it's a woman, at the gym here in Williamsville, and she's bald. And she wears a baseball hat. Yes, 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 yeah. And I don't know if it's because she was sick or whether that's just her look, but... I know, I've had the same thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, you, you you see different kinds of people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, what would you do, though, if you were ever at the gym and some guy started to hit on you? You'd be like, oh. Yeah. Mm.
1: I once had a Christian. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that he was. He was just kind of like making small talk and, yeah, kind of like, Oh, nice guy and all that. Yeah, yeah. And then he, you know, invited me to church. This was before I was a Christian. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yeah, it's... <laughs> gay Christian singles. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so so I, I, I would probably have the same sort of feeling as if a gay guy
0: sitting on me at the gym... <laughs> You want to work out together? Well, the next time you're working out and someone says, hey, can I work in with you? You'll be like, oh, my God, you're gay. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I haven't had anybody ask me to do that. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be something that happened at... Happened, I don't know, maybe when
0: I went to the UB gym, but... Yeah. Or maybe even in high school when we were working out I, I don't get that either I mean everyone's listening to their music nowadays and stuff they're yeah they're in their own world yeah they're not socializing in any way like that so so alright well I think that's enough <sighs> debauchery for the moment
1: okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we will be sure to hit you again with another episode in a couple of weeks alright and we'll go from there And be observant at the gym so we can continue to talk about people. Yeah, try to figure out who's gay. (laughs) All right, we'll see you next time.